Once again, to all racists on the Western Front, I guess it would be mm. Eastern Front. Uh, welcome once again to another episode of Mike, Mike, and Oscar. I am your co-host, Mike One. Co-host also, Mike, is here as well. We uh, think we're going to give you three episodes this week, and this is the first of three. We have two expert guests later in the week, but we had to uh, fit this one in as we record here on Sunday evening. Sunday night, it's dark here in Connecticut as we uh, record this because we're recapping BAFTA and DGA results and what might be a quicker episode, we hope will be a quicker episode, than usual. Mike, any uh, thing you want to get off your chest about how BAFTA went? What? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with them? What? Good God, man. Didn't mm-hmm. they just have a racial reckoning to, to come back to a BAFTA so white? That was this- so many years ago. Yeah, that was like 300 days ago, man. This is now. And this was just like so easy. The performances are so good this year by not white people. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing over there? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's start running this down and start down running down how BAFTA went. We're going to try to schedule this and uh, structure this episode from most shocking news to least shocking. And BAFTA clearly had the most shocking things to do and say about this film year in awards. All Quiet on the Western Front did lead the pack. It led with nominations. It led the long list and it ends up leading with wins too, winning seven BAFTA awards. Banshees and Elvis each walk away from the night with four wins apiece where Tar, Pinocchio, Navalny, and after sun win one each all right so we we were not going to record tonight but we kind of have to and like mm-hmm. you said it's a quick episode and we're just kind of getting our immediate immediate reactions today out there and, and look at i i wanted i wanted this race to be shook up but not like this because <laughs> truthfully man like we didn't this want supporting is, actor be shook up this is exactly what we're trying to avoid I, just I, don't okay. be racist how easy is this just okay. just vote for some not white people how <laughs> easy is this you're a bunch of idiots i can't get over how stupid you all are bafta gonna bafta baby no it's just stupidity and it's and it's wrong and it's it, i just can't get over it i i date they, they all they all need to just like give up their membership is that what it needs to happen now i mean because you i mean they literally held their hands they had nominating committees they had committees for every single freaking category and when they didn't have a committee they had a chapter they had a chapter of like 20 30 people Mm. to make sure they weren't racist and Mm -hmm. finally when they gave the votes back to the entire british effing academy with the, the 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 freaking prince of wales who's also going through a racist (laughs) racial crisis in his country surrounding a close family member for the Mm -hmm. last three four years he is the head of this organization and guess what happened guess what happened in 2023 idiots michael they're idiots I'm going to take the devil's advocate position insofar as to say this. I think, yes, Mm -hmm. when we look back at this result, obviously it's going to be just another piece of evidence thrown into this. See how bad BAFTA has been lately and how racist they are against, they seem to be against non-white performers and not, you know. You know why they're racist, though, overall, Michael, please? Let me just get this in quick. They didn't watch the other non-white movies. They watched 
three freaking movies. Well, that's they watched and that's all Quiet like, Banshees and Elvis. Yeah, well, this is what I'm. This is exactly where I'm going. Like the, the Baftas do have this history of watching the European and the European Union country movies. Like they, you know, they they went with Banshees. They went with All Quiet on the Western Front. All throughout this process, they did. They went with Elvis, which was a Baz Luhrmann property from Australia. Like they they went with those movies which is what BAFTA typically does no matter how you jerry-rig the voting to get here BAFTA has this history of leaning towards the European and putting the spotlight on the European and the 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 white made movies over there look it yeah you're right that they leaned that way but they've also they've also been a part of a lot of sweeps and we've gone over the BAFTA crossover for years and before the recent shakeup before the racial reckoning they were very predictive and they were more predictive than than other other award shows especially in the major categories they and may be for supporting actress still i mean that's one of the shots it, they might and 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 you said it before the we started recording like in a vacuum right each I one mean, of these wins are angela bassett we were surprised was sweeping so far because before angela bassett started winning it was carrie condon who was considered the leader in the category uh we didn't i mean kiwi kwan it's way more inexplicable but at least we now know who seems to be number two in the supporting actor category that my, is my thing is like though. they did all this they did all this to trip over themselves to vote for banshees just to give it best british film <laughs> you don't even go all the way with it to give it best picture okay I mean, I get they went 14 nominees for All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if we had a BAFTA predictions episode, I think that would have been an obvious low-hanging fruit for both of us. It would have been that and Banshees, for sure. I mean, we said, look, we said, Mike, in weeks leading up to this, yeah. Banshees is going to have a big day at BAFTA. And they did, except yeah. that it may have also But All Quiet like, having a big day at BAFTA is not surprising. It's something right. I, I've been saying to everybody who knows me the last few days who's who've been asking me about this. Of course, and all it's, quiet it's, have a big day. I mean, Banshees may have not had that creative day because Colin Farrell's might be done now. Well, win the home it, game. it is a strange day for, for Banshees because outstanding British film is not on the Oscars card, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even though I think the BAFTAs would push for that crossover category based on these uh, oh, based on so? these winners uh, this particular <laughs> do year, you think that'd be something they advocate for. Barry Keoghan, Keegan, Ad, Barry Ad, K, our buddy, Barry K, uh, Adnan Verk pronounced it Keoghan. Screwed me so screwed screwed me up so hard. It's killed. Uh, it's Ke- got to be killed. Keegan, I think it. I've heard Fennessy say Keegan. I've heard heard Adnan Verk say Keoghan. Keoghan. He's Irish. He's I know Joker. that. <laughs> Look at like him winning is absurd. That is the most shocking win of the day. Him winning over Kiwi Kwan. It's quite inexplicable. Nuts. Now, I, again, I mean, in a vacuum, you're absolutely right. I, I, I just don't think there's I'm trying to be more middleman because otherwise the two of us are just going to be yelling about how racist Bath is, which is what we've done every other episode anyway. Yeah. Like I, I <laughs> There is could be an explanation that Baptist use older with its academy, and we've been saying everything everywhere all at once. It's not that accessible a movie the older you trend in your voting bodies. Maybe, like you said, they just didn't watch it. Well, and if they did watch it, they didn't finish it. So that could could tell a story for the Oscars votership. Of course it can, because we knew before they went to 10,000 with a lot of younger members, they had 6,000 members at the at the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. We know Ampus was was one size before it grew mm-hmm. and there's still a lot of older members there. And that could be a, a very solid argument for why everything everywhere is not gonna do well in the winter voting. But 
I, I still think it's got a lot of support. I still think it could do okay. It, it won did win editing, editing here. Yep, it did win editing. And, and and you know what? Everything everywhere could still win SAG Ensemble, and then we're we're still looking at and PGA for that matter. And it could still be the front runner heading into Oscar Sunday. Now, like you said, Banshees Banshees has a good day, and it's not the best day, but it's a good day. Colin mm-hmm. Farrell might have been like the strongest not McDonough Oscar ch- uh, chances, I would say, heading in. And now that is very clearly Kerry Condon. So that's that's a surprise to me. Yeah, like Colin Farrell losing on his home turf. Now, obviously, they loved Elvis over there. To not Brendan Fraser, too. Yeah, God. Yeah. Right. They loved Elvis. So that was clear. So they all watched Elvis. They all watched Elvis, probably for Baz. Right. And, and you know That's... what? Obviously, Elvis was the Australian director's uh, you know, huge ACTA winner over the Australian Academy. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing that there's a lot of crossover between BAFTA and ACTA, I would think, too. The Australian uh, Oscars. So... That makes some sense now. More the more we think about it, and, and Austin Butler was really short on the on the odds heading in for the Baftas. I was just you know messing around the other day after the Show Me the Money. We're talking about lead actor category betting, and uh, I did check on it, and yeah, there were very few people offered it, but he was like minus four hundred, I believe. Farrell has slipped a lot. I mean, he's five to one, seven to one in some books now, plus three thirty three. I mean, he's not. You know, you have Butler, who's still in second, but he's now like plus 110, plus 120. Frazier is still the favorite, like minus 120-ish, depending on what book you look at, minus 160. And then Farrell is solidly in third now, 7-1, to 5-1 to one back there. Yeah, I mean, it has to be because he hasn't won anything since the Globes, so it makes sense. Uh, best sound going to All Quiet on the Western Front over Top Gun is ludicrous to me. It's, but I, I, I can at least wrap my head around it somewhat big war movie the sound is good so i mean honestly what do you think the the talk is going to be about all quiet on the western front as a best film uh as a best uh, picture contender now i mean it it sews up all quiet on the western front for international feature at the oscars right but does it does it actually catapult all quiet on the western front in your like best picture power rankings up there with banshees and everything everywhere for you it's a tough question. I mean, I, I feel like because the talking point of this, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that is going to be the talking point. Maybe that's going to be what everyone focuses on coming out of BAFTA. I think the talking point is going to be what the hell happened with the two supporting races. Like, how is it not, you know, what happened to Angela Bassett is more explainable than how right. the hell did Kiwi Kwan. So if that happens, then this is a big nothing burger, I think. It's just, I mean, people are going to chalk it up to BAFTA being BAFTA. Like I kind of been joking about. Well, if, we've seen if, this happen before. BAFTA going with different exactly. kinds of winners. I mean, it, but if bank. so, if I think the fallout's going to matter, and the the if we see people talking about all quiet being more of a contender, then I think yeah. I mean, I don't know that it does it for me because this is just it's the BAFTA. I know there's a big crossover between the BAFTA, or at least it's the biggest crossover of the major precursors between the BAFTA voting body and the Academy. I don't know how big that is anymore with the Academy being as widespread as it is now. You made that point already, so I, I don't put a lot of stock necessarily into this because back is always so freaking weird to begin with. I mean, remember rocks a couple years ago, for Christ's sake, how yes. it came from out of, you know, that, so I, that was weird on the, on the, the on nomination, the not necessarily. So, yeah. Look, so it, I you, don't, you, I don't put a lot of stock into, I, no, I don't think all quiet can compete with either of the two leads right now, but either of the two leads didn't really win BAFTA either. So I don't know. Maybe it can. 
I guess this reminds me of the late aughts, or it was back-to-back years, The Queen and Atonement won Best Film at the BAFTAs. Because they, they have been, at least in the best film category, they have been picking one of the few contenders at Oscar right. pretty much every year. If they don't pick the best picture front runner, they, they pick something that's at least contending. But like, I mean, I'm, I'm going, I'm looking at the list now, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Sense and Sensibility in the mid, mid 90s. So look at, I mean, when we said it at the top, when they go elsewhere they go british or they go commonwealth countries so that's clear enough in this particular instance for them that do the anti-war film i guess in making a statement maybe for you know the you know the ukraine you know solidarity with ukraine and in, in, in an instance maybe that's what they're all following over there because they're closer to it than we are I, I i'm just trying to wrap my head around why all quiet on the western front is so supportive so heavily supported here. I've, I've watched that movie. It's just I'm, a really well done movie, Mike. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's the same story that won in 1930. I mean, it's a top 10 for you, so that's fine. I get it. It's top. Look, it's top 20, top 30 movie for me. I hate the ending. I saw a billion the ending. I mean, there's a big difference yeah. between your list and my list. But look, I, I can't. I, I mean, the ending kind of takes a swerve for me. And and that and that you talk about the Academy like our academy typically does not go for the swervy movies and maybe that's going to be you know what what people talk against uh, everything everywhere all at once because that movie doesn't have the smooth composition necessarily uh, in terms of what we're familiar with in a best picture winner, quote unquote, prestige film, and, and all quiet's not one of those movies to me anyway. But yeah, maybe we're not getting one like that this year. I know Madland wasn't a film like that a couple years ago. So look, at I, I so that's that's a this is going to be the talk over the next few weeks, Michael. How how formidable is All Quiet on the Western Front with our academy? It's solidly in third place right now. I mean, it's its odds have shortened up, and the Fablemans obviously have drifted pretty badly, and so has Top Guns in most books. There's some still some books that Top Guns is shortening, but Banshees took the biggest hit from not, and and rightfully so from not winning the BAFTA, you know, winning that home yeah. game there. I still think Banshees has a chance to win PGA. It's just because of that searchlight connection, where searchlight always seems to schmooze the PGA voting body very well. Um, but. Banshees right now are still 500 or 5 to 1, 6 to 1. Uh, Fablemans are all the way out to about 12 to 1. Top Guns 10 to 1 ish in most books, and All Quiet is shortened to like 8 to 1, 9 to 1. So it's right there with Top Gun in third place, where everything everywhere is still like a minus 300, minus 400 favorite in most books. So I'm rooting for I'm rooting for more variants to come. I really am. I'm rooting for Top Gun. I think this was a good day for everything everywhere, Mike. I mean, it was a bad day, but I think like Banshees couldn't win on their home court. Banshees, if Banshees truly is the number two, then that could be a good day. But if All Quiet or Top Gun are contenders, like they they're rivaling Banshees, like, they, like the Academy treats the the second best movie of the year. You know what I mean? If the old people galvanize, Michael, if the old people galvanize behind one movie, they can take it. Right? They could take they could, if they galvanize behind Banshees, they could take it. If they galvanize behind Elvis. Top Gun, all quiet. They could take the best picture win with a preferential ballot yeah. in that regard. Uh, I th- so all quiet. It's got to be considered like a. I mean, the way it's nominated at Oscars too, even though it doesn't have director and the actors like it did at BAFTA. It's got enough branches of support to to say, hey, in a preferential ballot, it's probably in that two, three, four spot on a lot of uh, on a lot of people's uh, lists. I don't know. 
But uh, look at I let let's jump into director for a second here because obviously Edward Berger winning for Malk White on the Western Front at BAFTA doesn't affect anything that can happen at Oscar because he's no, not but nominated. that was the first time at BAFTA that let you know there was something in the air and it wasn't going to be all banshees. Right, I do think it probably gives him a lot more street cred for adapted screenplay. So not only sure. will he get sure. a white lash, but a man lash, and and that's could take. And I just rewatched Women Talking. It's such a good screenplay. Holy cripe. Uh, but so Edward Berger probably gets a raised profile in the adapted screenplay category, which he did win here, uh, to no surprise. But DGA went everything, everywhere, all at once. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner, uh, first feature to Charlotte Wells of Ask After Sun, and then uh, Best Documentary to Fire of Love. Look, at I think... Uh, I think that's a big win for the Daniels. You were tweeting about it the other day, and BAFTA really didn't change too much for them. There's a big crossover between uh, the DGA winner and the director winner at the Oscars Sunday. And, you know, I, I tweeted about that, too. There's only four times in the last 10 years we've had the director and picture come from the same movie there. So maybe this is a sign of things to come. If you think everything everywhere is slipping in Best Picture, then maybe the Daniels have solidified their slot, beating out Spielberg there by the Directors Guild. Maybe the Directors... Uh, uh, maybe the Daniels, I should say, have enough uh, support to win director at Oscar, and maybe the old people do galvanize behind a different movie. And it's not everything everywhere. I mean, that's you know, if you're going to go by typically what happens on the Oscar stage, first uh, in terms of what's happened at all the precursors thus far, that's kind of the picture that's being painted right now. Right. Do you think the old people are turning against? At least not turning against, but do you think they're turning away from the Fablemans? And and, and I could really show. It's hand in original screenplay when Martin McDonough of Banshees of Inisherin, if everything everywhere is going to win director, then maybe they're galvanizing behind Martin McDonough to finally win an original screenplay. We kind of saw that happen last year. I forget if it was adapted or not, but it, with uh, Branagh of uh, Belfast, right? Mm. Or two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Time's a flat circle. Uh, but I don't think the, I think the, 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 what do you call it? The bloom is off the rose a bit for the Fablemans. I mean, it hasn't won much of anything lately. I just think the, the old, older Academy voter, they snub their nose and they look down upon a film that is a huge money loser. Like if it's, if it's, if it really hurts the business and the Fablemans unfortunately lost a lot of money and yeah, it's having some tail right now, uh, a longer tail, but it's not, it's still not able to come back. Now, maybe they'll know some inside baseball numbers for Peacock when it hits there. It'll have a renaissance towards the Academy voting time. And they got to do that if they really want, if they really want buzz for the Fablemans to pick back up, they got to put it What's accessible about the Fablemans? Like, well, I mean, it's 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 the it's what's accessible is it's that just everybody in the film world, people in the film world all have their own origin story. Right. Yeah. And this is a very grandiose way to tell that origin story because they've all had families that either encouraged or discouraged and or both. I'm sure most of them have both happened to them. And that's that movie showing as much. Uh, Daniels, for what it's worth, very heavy betting favorites in the director category now, minus 700, minus, all the way up to minus 1,200 if you want to find them. Spielberg drifting to like a 6-1, to 9-2 to two type uh, second place finisher there. And shout out to our friends at the Show Me the Money because they were all over the Daniels and uh, director when we went on guested there on their yeah. show. Uh, they're talking about those as their favorite bets. Uh, look, at, I think original score and cinematography – are curious picks for All Quiet on the Western Front. 
going forward, how do you rate them necessarily? Because I'm looking at original score, could have gone a myriad of ways at Oscar. I'm looking at cinematography, could have gone any which way. Could have gone to Golden Frog for Tar, right? We I don't. Think cinematography is one of the more difficult categories to predict. Period. We don't have a lot of information on either yeah. of those categories necessarily. Even though you know Hurwitz won the Globe and. He did not win Critics' Choice because Tar won Critics' Choice, which is not nominated at Oscar. wasn't even shortlisted, Michael, but the, which was <laughs> oh, that's right. one of the that's weirder right. wins. I think they meant to pick the Hilder score for uh, Women Talking, Women which talking. again Yeah, but I, I said the whole time, how, you, how, how is this not up for score? I'm a genius is the, where I'm going with that. <laughs> uh, I think cinematography is tough. You could also, if you're playing the, the betting game or the ballot game, I mean, maybe you just start writing in, maybe where all the uh, all quiet settles is the Mad Max lane and it just he takes over top gun as the technical darling it could it's got the momentum right now doesn't it so i mean those guys again those guys show me the money they were kind of leaning towards all quiet maybe taking that over and bafta gave them the boost now they're nominated at some american guilds some hollywood guilds so let's see how that shakes out that doesn't necessarily tell the tale because the whole academy votes for you know all the winners at the at the oscars and only the you know, the branches or obviously the guilds are voting for their specific awards. So it could be, you know, the, the their buddies and their the pros pros that win the guilds. and The people who know what they're talking about could vote one way. <laughs> right. Not like the Critics' Choice. Not like us picking Tar for Best Screenplay. Right. Even though you're probably right. right. It's a beautiful, beautiful right. music, Michael. It just yeah. wasn't eligible. Well, right. I mean, they, they don't want to side with me because they can't have me be right because my head's big enough as it is. I understand. <laughs> the world does revolve around me in my book. Speaking of Tar, though, Kate Blanchett. I was going to do the exact same transition. Good job, Mike. Did win lead actor, though. Lead actress. It should be just be called lead actor and female actor, whatever. But look at Kate Blanchett solidifying her favorite status with this win, or do you thought she was going to be the favorite anyway? Yo was was the the challenger. Well, I knew Michelle Yo wasn't going to win. <laughs> well, clearly not. I mean, retrospect. You know, no, I mean, like when Kiwi Kwan didn't like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of figured it was going Kate Blanchett there. So, uh, again, it depends, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder in terms of what this means to you. I, put it this way. SAG is going to mean way more for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. Uh, and look, at, I'm hoping SAG gives us a whole different four. I really do. That would be fun, wouldn't it? You just it? want chaos now? I, I kind of want just a fun season. And, and it would be a fun season going back, I hope, in the right direction and, and a diverse set of winners at the Oscars. Because it, it needs to happen this year because this is just this is just. This is just going to be a pox on the whole system if we if the Oscars are as white as the as the BAFTAs. Jesus Christ, no sweeps, no supporting sweeps this year. No, I, and you know what? It makes some sense because there's a lot of good competitions, which we've been saying for a while too. Uh, speaking of that, it goes down the card. I think we got like head to head. Remember when you now. asked me why don't why don't I just bet on Kiwi Kwan if it's free money? <laughs> And I said that, mm-hmm. like, because there's no such thing as a shirt. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. And now that, that category is actually going to be offered up in American books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, it's, 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 a wild, it's a wild year in terms of the performance categories. I did want to touch on a couple categories. Uh, I was starting to transition. So if you get mad at me for this episode going longer, it's not all my fault. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. All right, look at makeup and hair went to Elvis. That's that was true at Critics' Choice. Yep. The Muaz kind of went El- Elvis and the Whale and Black Panther, I believe. And now we have a lot of information 
on makeup and hairstyling. Although it, in Muaz, the, there was only one category. The whale went head to head with Elvis, right? And the whale and won. The, the whale won. It was yeah. kind of a category that was special effects makeup. Yeah, special effects. Make, it was yep. geared towards towards the whale winning. Now, I do think editing going to everything everywhere all at once that was kind of a category where it was going head to head with top gun for a while the showiest editing we saw it with bow rap years ago the showiest editing editing typically wins at the academy level and that's certainly the showiest editing right you got uh, all those crazy agree. fast montages in the multiverse yep, yep. and you're, you're splitting between yeah you're, well, you're making the same point that i was going to say you're splitting between them at, at a rapid fire right there but yeah so everything everywhere all at once now building on momentum from the Critics' Choice, and now BAFTA. At the Ace Eddies, that could come down to Top Gun winning one category. I think it's going to win... Uh, I, f- I think it's going to win drama, and then Everything Everywhere will win comedy. What's fascinating about uh, documentary features, it goes to Ann Thompson's pick. She thought white guys were going to pick Navalny, <laughs> and guess where the epicenter of white guys is, people? Mm-hmm. The British Academy. You learned <laughs> that they pick They picked Navalny. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but Navalny's a good movie. I'm a white guy. I can I can recognize that it's a good movie, and uh, I liked it. So that makes sense. Uh, this is this is still a, a open category documentary feature. Talk about don't bet on that one. Uh, casting went to Elvis. The E.E. E. Rising Star went to Emma Mackey. Those are cool categories. I wish the Oscars had them. Same. Finally, we could finish with some chalk picks. The British categories. Outstanding British film, you already mentioned, Banshees of Inisherin. Best debut, Charlotte Wells of After Sun. You know, amen to that. She also won first feature at the DGA. It's very cool. Uh, the best British short categories went to the only two Oscar-nominated shorts, An Irish Goodbye and The Bull, The Bull, The the the, 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 the Hawks, and <laughs> all the animals. Chicago 92, Atlanta 74. I'm just going to, I'm just going to. I'm just going to shorten it to the to the bull and the hawks <laughs> and the fox and the horse and the mole and the boy. The stupid movie. I hated it. It was just a beautiful sentiments. The whole short film. Watch it on Apple TV Plus. You will be pleasantly surprised by how soul warming it is. It's a really nice, lovely story. And I hated every second of it. Good. Well, you can be dead inside. That's all right. I still love you. <laughs> Animated film went to GDT's Pinocchio. He's sweeping. Of course. Special visual effects went to Avatar The Way of Water. That's sweeping as well. Film not in English language. No surprise, all quiet on the Western front. And then production design, now going to Babylon. This is building on the Critics' Choice. All the production design guilds are going to come in. We'll have to talk about those winners Here's where I turn into a giant hypocrite. Uh, Our buddy Sammy Hakeem emailed us last week. I was very late responding to him, but he went through this whole showed all this research about why he thinks that Elvis is going to be the threat in production design. And then Clayton Davis apparently switched his thing to, to production design and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, wow, there's a lot of evidence that people may be shifting towards production design going to Elvis. But I was kind of standing resolute when I responded. I'm like, it's going to be whatever the critics choice picked and they picked Babylon. Damn it. So yeah, I am going to put stock into this category from the BAFTAs because it goes with my bias. <laughs> well, your bias is coming through so far. So <laughs> Did I say that right? I don't think so. But uh, I also I also yeah. said it right. I think yeah. so. There you anyway. go. <laughs> Neither one design. of us have ever been wrong. <laughs> costume design went to Elvis. Uh, Black Panther wasn't even nominated. Black Panther was actually the... It was plus 125, and Elvis was like plus 165, so neither. They really didn't have a favorite in the category in terms of the betting a few weeks ago. So costumes could go still any which way. Black Panther is about even right now, and Elvis is like plus 110. Hmm. 
Everything Everywhere got a little shorter in some books, but it's still out there at like 8 to 1, 9 to 1. Anyway, I calmed down a little bit. I'm still pretty No, pissed. I mean, you have reason. Look, again, when we look back on this year, like when MMO is in year 13 and we look back for evidence as to why you can't trust the BAFTAs, this is going to be another stark example. There's no reason Kiwi Kwan shouldn't be sweeping his way into an Oscar victory right now. That makes I mean, that's, no it's sense. It's inexcusable. It's really inexcusable. And this is what the BAFTAs have done towards both women and minorities. Uh, it's, so Angela Bassett, you know, sadly, it's, it's explainable that this is... But I do think... And maybe it's just because we have been so hyper-focused this year versus this is maybe the first time the Baptists have done this since we've been doing MMO. I don't know. But I think there's at least a reason to explain both of those losses somewhat. I still think, for the most part, it's Baptists doing what they've always historically done. And I tweeted as such, like, thank you for once again being dependently abhorrent. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, this is what they do. I have to stop you, though, because, like... You cannot explain to me how someone from the best picture front runner, and why is it the best picture front runner? Because Vegas told us so, mm-hmm. right? I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once. But it didn't has, do well. It's, no, it, it didn't do well. It, but no. look at if it if this guy's sweeping from the best picture front runner, and they veto him at this stage, all of them knowing that he is the sweeper from the best picture front mm-hmm. runner then what does that say about them? It just, it says that they deliberately did this. And Barry Kay has a wonderful career. He's awesome. I get it. I get it. I don't begrudge him at I all. He's their great Irish in the movie. movie. He's great in the movie. Is he as good as Kiwi Kwan? I don't think so. They love their Irish movie. You're right about that. I, I just think it, it skews towards an older audience as well. We've, we've been going mm-hmm. towards that quite a bit. Martin McDonough, it's been overdue. They wanted to support him. In this I mean, the, con- the context, yeah, there, there's, you know, it's not, it, I, I say this all the time, it's not an excuse, but it's an explanation. Mike, do you think if they did not have Best British Film, Banshees would have won Best Film at the BAFTAs and All Quiet would have just been relegated towards the, you know, international uh, that's a That's a fascinating question. And if that happens, what does that do for Banshees? versus everything everywhere in the Best Picture category? I mean, what does it do for All Quiet? I, I think the... The reason I hesitate to say I take All Quiet more seriously, not just because of the BAFTAs win, but it might be too late for it to have that big of a charge. To come from out of nowhere to win Best Picture at the Academy within two months, that's a tall order for a picture that was not, at any point during the run-up during its release, considered a Best Picture contender, never mind favorite or frontrunner. I do wonder if Netflix learned a lot of the inside baseball, if they really got smart with the strategizing. and they, That they... quickly? Look at they they've kind of it's done possible. it. I mean they're Netflix. They've done but... it wrong enough. I mean look at they, they, Netflix is a huge organization. Right. They got a ton of people on it. All quiet on the western front could have some recency bias cuz people all seem to be discovering it late even though it came out in October, right? So maybe All Quiet is making that charge now. Maybe we'll maybe see. It's maybe it's a snake we'll eating it. its it, maybe it's a snake eating its own tail. People are discovering it because it's winning all these things, you know what I mean? And so the more people that are kind of put it off are now getting to it and it's the most recent one in their mind. And it is objectively a really well done movie. It's got the narrative too. Like I was saying before, it could have that anti war narrative, that that pacifist narrative to it, and we have a major war going on right now and People want to make that statement, and they can rationalize making that statement in a close year. And when they have a best picture front runner that many of them don't love as the number one, even though you know I think the the newer Academy loves 
everything everywhere all at once quite a bit. It's still coming from afar. And you're still and asking we know how hard the people is. to vote for hot dog fingers. Yeah, hot dog fingers, butt stuff. Yeah. And a lot of editing, a lot of editing, but they can give that they can give them the editing award. They can give the Daniels director now. Right. And that's that's what I'm fearful of. Like they could there is now a path where you can reward you know, everything everywhere can win four Oscars and not win Best Picture. It could totally win uh supporting actor, I would still say. It supporting, could totally win editing. Director, editing. And um you know, you never know. It could it could you don't think win Michelle Yo. Yeah. It could win uh, some somewhere else on the card. I, I don't necessarily, Michelle, yeah. I don't necessarily believe all these categories are sewn up. It could win original screenplay and director. I, that would be a little surprising. I think, I think they that could shake down like we've seen before. Like Chloe Zhao and Jane Campion were gonna win screenplay and director for the longest time, and then obviously support kind of uh, sectioned off to director and not screenplay. Spread so the that love. Could happen. Oscars puzzle stuff. Anyway, we're ran- we're starting well, to ramble. Who, we're starting I just to- wanted to ask you to yeah. end here. Uh, who mm-hmm. who had the worst day at BAFTA for you? Other than, other than BAFTA. <laughs> other than them showing them too much about themselves. <laughs> yeah, BAFTA had the worst day. There's yeah, no I question. Because this is, this is inexcusable. After Absolutely. all that, after You're right. all that, it's inexcusable. But I, I think it I think it could give snub powers to Angela Bassett and Kihui Kwan. I think that could happen. God, I think everything think everywhere. I think everything everywhere could gain some snub powers like I think you were hinting at before because when a movie is vetoed and then there's public outrage which there might you know which might come for BAFTA now it should you would think that that probably doesn't, you know, turn on Austin Butler necessarily. It probably well, doesn't turn yeah. on all quiet That's, on the Western Front, necessarily. I think Butler winning on Farrell's home turf when Banshees was having the day it was having is a big deal. Well, you you hit it before. I th- if you if somebody had the worst day, it was Colin Farrell. That's and what he I se- think. Yeah. He seemed genuinely surprised. I watched the clips. Obviously, we didn't watch the show. No. Uh, I, I got BritBox. I still couldn't watch it. You what have BritBox? I got the seven-day trial on my Amazon Fire TV. And Do you guys have weekly meetings? Like, is it you and five other people, you think? <laughs> why wasn't it available to watch on my Amazon? And I gave, gave up because I was going to go in. I'm just going to get it for a month on my TV. And then I was like, you know what? You can't even do this right. I, I watched it kind of online when I got home. I was kind of working with young kids, which is probably why I'm strung out all, right now. But, I mean, no, I think you're strung out over something proper. That's that's okay to be strung out over. This is... Well. You know, it's it's BAFTA being BAFTA, unfortunately. I, I did scream that they were idiots for the whole first five <laughs> minutes of the podcast. I, you know, but it, maybe I should be more calmer. Yeah, probably uh, For what it's Sorry. worth, just to end on this note, Kiwi Kwan, his odds have drifted, and he's all the way down to minus 1,000. Come on. So that just gets me bet, angrier. You he's still, still a, have to bet $1,000 to win 100. He's still a humongous favorite. Humongous. <laughs> yes. Minus 1,400, minus 1,200 in some books, but yeah, minus 1,000. Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keoghan are tied right now, uh, depending on the book. That's the other thing. Brendan Gleeson, people would have picked him to win before Barry Kay. Uh, Barry Kay's performance has gotten a lot of praise and love. I'm not... I like his performance, too. Don't... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I really do. And it's kind of cool that the And again, it's not shame on... It's just like it's not shame on Andrew Andrew Riceboro. It's not shame on Barry Keoghan. It's shame on BAFTA. Kihui Kwan's performance is awesome in that yeah, movie. It and it's so good on so many levels. 
He's the playing Academy multiple. Can't characters. rob us of that speech. We need Come that. We on. as a nation need that speech. Come on. I mean, just thinking. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of everything everywhere. You're a bigger fan than me, even yeah. though I'm a B plus all day. It's in my top 25. But Jesus, you can't yeah. pick out Kihui Kwan from that movie and say, yes, he is a superlative. This is so obvious. He deserves to win. I mean, he's playing several characters in the darn movie. And this other guy's got four scenes, and most of them he's just talking shit. Yeah. It's a good performance, but it's four scenes. There goes that dream. <laughs> uh, that is the quickest episode we have for you on both BAFTA and DGA. Bad day for Steven Spielberg all around, too, I would say. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. on that list. But uh, really uh, we want to know, as always, what matters most to us, dear listener, are your thoughts. What are your takes on what BAFTA did and what happened on the BAFTA stage? Are there any other winners or losers you were surprised by? That goes uh, for the DGA there as well. We want to hear all those, as well as any other thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns you have about anything we do here in the MMO Empire. As always, you can leave us those on our social medias. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar on Facebook and Instagram at MM and Oscar on Twitter, Mike, Mike and Oscar at gmail.com.com and on Reddit. We are available wherever you do hear podcasts. If you're listening to us on either the Apple podcast or Spotify app, if you appreciate what we do here, if you would not mind leaving us a five-star review, those help us out immensely. Thank you to everyone who has done so thus far. Mike, busy week for us coming up. Tell the good people what's in store and have some words of wisdom. Yeah, we got two big specials. We're, we're actually going to do a special on supporting actress, and we're going to talk about other performances on the year, and we got a great guest for that. We postponed it uh, this week, and uh, very excited to record that tomorrow with you, my friend. Absolutely. And then we have... We have another guest to talk about the artisan categories. Two returning guests coming up. Expert guests that, that will answer all, answer all our burning questions, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, then we got some... Some of the, some more returning guests uh, down the rest of the this month long preview series period. Uh, Ant Man kind of sucked. I forgot. Did I mention that yet? No, you're not on mic. I don't think you did. Anyway, Ant Man sucked. Uh, so we're not really necessarily <laughs> going to do like any movie reviews Krypton yet. Sucks. Cocaine, cocaine Bear, Cocaine Bear, one of those two. Mm-hmm. Are we going to review that? I don't <laughs> Look, know. Man, as that. far as I know, the only two things that are happening in the next six weeks are the Oscars. WrestleMania and Scream. <laughs> you want to do an Oscars, WrestleMania, and Scream? Yeah. Scream if we could do one of those podcasts, that'd ORC. be great. And then we, but maybe we could do like a PG, half PGA SAG, half Cocaine Bear review. I don't know. We could, we could do some things. We have some options. Maybe we take cocaine and review the PGAs. No. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Guys, as always, when reality sucks, you can come whine about the Baptist votings with us. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar trying to make award season year-round without the stuffiness. We will see you very soon. See ya. See ya.